Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Isaiah Kid Podcast, the IKP. <clears throat> um, and I'm gonna give you guys an in-depth NBA preview. All NBA today, NBA preview. The NBA season is right around the corner. It starts next week. Also, we got some big Christmas Day games. So I'm gonna bring on a guest from the MNR show, Ron. You guys should be familiar with him. Um, I'm also going to leave the MNR show's information at the um, at the bottom of the description, so you guys go check them out and support them. But um, on next episode on Wednesday, that's coming out on Wednesday, I'll break down and I give you some of you. I give some of my NFL Week 15 takes um, on Wednesday's episode, like we like we normally do. But all NBA NBA preview. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of this episode. Okay, guys. So welcome back. As promised, um, I told you guys, <laughs> NBA season is around the corner. You know this is an NBA podcast. Uh, you guys all know this is an NBA podcast first. Uh, we love the NFL and we talk a lot of NFL, but my first few episodes were centered around the NBA. And, you know, I, I told you guys I'm going to do my NBA top 10 teams. But in while I'm doing that or while, uh, you know, as I'm talking about that, I also bring on, I'm bringing on another – I'm bringing on a guest. Uh, He's familiar. You guys should be familiar with him, Ron from the M and R show. Yes. So um, that this should be pretty good uh, for the most part. This should be pretty good. Um. So so Ron, tell me this: the NBA season. I, I, people know how I feel about this. I think it should start all all the time. It should always start in these on December twenty fifth, Christmas Day. That should be the NBA's grand opening. Um, I did a, I recently did a paper on like why NBA ratings are down, and there's multiple like reasons why ratings are down. But one of those reasons, one of the main reasons, is because hey, you start the NBA season in the middle of October, in November, who's gonna watch when college football? Um, NFL football, Major League Baseball. Who's going to watch? Tell me how you feel about that. No, I, I definitely agree with starting in December. Also, I think it's a good. That's a great way to come back on Christmas Day. Oh, NBA comes back on Christmas. Like everyone knows, every year it's like it's like NFL Thanksgiving. But like you know, everything's given. I don't care if this was on a Tuesday. NFL football is going to be on. That is something. That's always something I think to like look forward to. Also, that's one thing I think it's like one of the highest days of NBA ratings. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the rating. Like, it's a good way to draw. You know, always that's when the stars are gonna play. You gonna have the Lucas, Braun, Kawhi, Giannis. They always play on those big days. It's also a big day to showcase your new talent, like a Luca and your old stars, like a LeBron or even like a Jimmy Butler. Yeah. So, oh, I, I, I definitely like the December thing. I, I, I do think they should shorten the season. I'm pretty sure you have a similar, like a seventy-ish game. Yep. It could lose a little money on the front end, but on the back end, I think it'll be good because Braves will pick up and. It's, it's a lot to watch 82 games, even as a hard fan. Yes. Like a, I'm a Wizards fan and a LeBron fan, so I try to watch as many games as possible for those, you know, those two entities. But 82 games is a, it's it's a, a lot to watch. Right. I mean, and that's and that's another point that I made. I'm like, you have, the season is long, and I and I get it. Okay, you, you want to have a pretty lengthy regular season, but I'm a hardcore NBA fan. Uh, I love the NBA. I, I like watching it, and I also have to talk about it. But to try to catch all 82 games, it's damn near impossible. It's damn near impossible. So I think, you know, that's, and that, that's what that was what, what I suggested. I said, hey, uh, a, a December 25th start, Christmas Day start, 
It's, it's usually one of your highest rated games. Uh, that's where people start to watch because it's like it's Christmas, no football, no baseball. And like, oh, okay, NBA. And you have the you have those those premier matchups and so forth. But um, I'm glad they starting. It's not quite December. It's not gonna start on December 25th, but it's starting. You know, the same week starts the tw- yeah the 22nd. Yeah. So, um, obviously, let's talk about the NBA. Obviously, the Lakers are the favorites with the moves that they made. It seems like they got better, and I'm I'm willing to say that this is LeBron's deepest team. I was I was thinking some similar to that. Yeah, <laughs> talent, but for him, for him and his skill set. Yeah, the best team he's had. This is a this is a loaded team, um, and it's pretty clear if you don't have the Lakers as your favorite, uh, I don't know what you're thinking about. But they should be the favorites. They're everybody's favorites. Who is the biggest threat to the Lakers? Who po- who poses the biggest threat? <clears throat> okay, well first. We, I guess we have to start in the West. It still has to be the Clippers in the West. Okay. I do think the Nets are literally the biggest threat because I think the Nets have the most talented offensive roster in the NBA. Like, offensively, you know, this is an offensive game. Defense is definitely important, but offensively, the Nets, they got the best roster. They, they On their starting lineup, it's no misses. You have Kyrie. Um, they re-signed Joe Harris. So every line needs that sharpshooter. You know, that was Danny Green for the Lakers last year. You know, we start missing, of course. <laughs> and then you have Karis LeVert, who we also was a, was like a Jalen Brown Jr. in the bubble last year. Like, he was playing amazing in the bubble. Uh, he, so he's good. You have DeAndre Jordan, they're starting. Uh, Durant's at the four now. You know, he getting more open looks from the injury. But I think the Nets are his biggest threat, but in the West, I still get still the Clippers. They did Eddie Baca. They did lose Marjorie Terrell, which he played terrible in the bubble, but that's why I'm going to use somebody and they're not their strap. So I don't, I think, I think that can be fixed by him playing next to Anthony Davis or Mark, or Mark, Mark Keith Morris. Mm-hmm. But he played he had the ball for the, and they couldn't use that skill set because they needed more bigger guys. Ibaka fits that perfect for them. Yes. He can shoot the three and he can guard the round. So the Clippers, I'm, they, I wouldn't say people are saying the Clippers got worse. I'm like, I don't think they got worse. They maybe get significantly better, but they kind of address the weakness. They yeah. still have a playmaking issue. But yes, that's what scares me with the Clippers is the playmaking issue. Lakers is every, I, is everybody gonna be able to shoot when we need you to shoot the ball? Yeah. <clears throat> well, well, okay, and I, I, as bad as I want to say the Clippers and and and. Uh, a part of me wants to, like, as far as out west, out west, let's just, you know, you said let's just keep it, like, Western Conference right for right now. Right now the yeah. Clippers, they they are. They, I mean, they did blow a 3-1 lead, but they were up 3-1. It's not like the Nuggets swept. Yeah. Like, so, like, they were, they were capable of beating the, the Nuggets multiple times because they was up 3-1. But, you know, the Clippers, they do pose, they, they, they pose the biggest threat. I think Kawhi and PG they come back better. Um, I still think they have a problem that they did, did not adjust, did they, did, you know, address or they didn't sign anybody, and it was you know a point guard. They needed a pure point guard, a guy like Rajon Rondo, um, Chris Paul. Like they could they they could have added somebody like that, and they if they would have added somebody like that along with Ibaka, they would they would they would. More people would give them a little bit more respect than they really should. Um, but I, I, I like the Clippers as the threat. Um, I look at, I'm looking at some other young teams in the West, 
And I'm really big on obviously Denver. Denver has tremendous upside in their young players and their core. But I'm looking at the Dallas Mavericks. The Dallas Mavericks offensively, they were uh, they were an offensive juggernaut all throughout last year. Uh <laughs> I, I called it. I think Luke is going to be the MVP this year. He's going to. I, he's my pick to win MVP. The only thing with them, with the Mavericks, is I worry about Kristaps Porzingis' health. Health-wise, that's going to be the problem. That's going to be the issue um, or the question mark that's still left. Like, how healthy is Porzingis going to be? But I look at the Mavericks. They 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 didn't get like they didn't add a bunch of two-way guys. But they added Josh Richardson, who can play defense and shoot the three. So, like, that's something. That you know, that's a, that's a start. And could the Mavericks get to the conference finals? I think so. The Mavericks. I, I mean, everyone. Lucas is like, a, is, is if he's not the favorite for MVP at this point, I'm concerned. Who's your MVP? Maybe people are still going Giannis. But you know, mm-hmm. the vote is three in a row is extremely hard to get. Difficult. I don't care if average is triple double. It's going to be hard to voters are going to vote two, three times in a row. But Porzingis scares me. He's very good. He's probably, I mean, to be able to, he's like Ibaka on steroids. Yeah. You can guard the rim. Mm-hmm. You can shoot the three. Even, like, he can do both of those things better, at least right now, better than Ibaka. At an elite level. Yeah. Like, he's like, he's that car and talents from the three. But that's probably the step down you take is Porzingis. So... It's really about health. John Richardson was a very good pickup. I do love Steph. Seth Curry to the Philly. That was a uh, win-win. Yes. It was like it was you know that was a win-win situation. Yes. Because John uh, had a slight down season, but with this offense, I think that raised him up. Plus, they still have Tamar Junior. So you have this is a, a low, a low key, a very lengthy team. Yes. I think the shortest player on the starting line is six six. Mm-hmm. And that's that, and, huge. Yeah. Everyone. Long, they can switch everything. Right. So defensively, they're versatile now because Luca is six seven. I think Tim Hardaway six six. Jarvis is six six. Um, I think they're starting Kleber and Dwight Powell. They're six seven, six nine. Like, they're long. Yeah. Everyone can move. So defensively, it's gonna be a, it's like like Miami last year. I mean, everybody loved the Miami small ball, but bam, at six nine playing center. So this is literally like that on defense. Maybe not as good, but lengthwise, are like that. Right. Mavericks can definitely double the team. I would not want to play them. <clears throat> if I did, I was going to pick them to beat the Clippers in the first round if KP stay healthy. I still believe they would have won. Just like I believe when if Chris Paul didn't go out, the Rockets would have upset the, the Warriors back in the day. Yeah. And those type of injuries are huge to a series. Yes. And, but like, do we trust them? Do you trust Porzingis to stay healthy? I, uh, I want to. I, I want to. I, I love what Porzingis can bring and what he can do. I mean, he 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 like like you said. He is Serge with like his skill set is very similar to Serge Ibaka, but it's just at an elite level. Um, and he, and he has more of a, like an offensive like a bag, uh, per se. Like his, his he has he can post up, he can post up if you need him to. Um, and Luca, I mean, what more can you say about the guy? I mean, he's just absolutely ridiculous at this point. He averaged thirty eight and eight as a twenty one year old in his second year. Um, so I, I mean, I don't know how much better you can do, but, um, I, I think, Hey, I, I think he's going to be pretty good. I think he's going to be MVP type good. Um, so tell me about the nuggets yeah. because the nuggets, um, they, they, they went to the Western conference finals. They had a tremendous, tremendous playoff run, but they lost Jeremy and Grant. Um, and they really didn't add anybody. 
mean, they get Will to throw, but I mean, Will's fun. <laughs> uh, I, Will's always a, ain't coming off the bench. So they probably kind of got some toxic energy out of their lineup because both of them wanted to start. So somebody's <laughs> going to have to start. And this is, this is a way to have to like Boston and try to keep everyone. And now people are fighting and that doesn't work. Right. Also, Bowl Bowl, I don't know how to feel about that. He looks very good every time I see him on practice in the games he plays, but for some reason he can't get on the court. So it must be something that he's not doing to get more playing time. Mm-hmm. But I think they're 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 just they're slow curing him. He's like he's like in a slow cooker, like and they're trying to wait for him to you know just pop. Plus, let's not forget Michael Porter did not start into the playoffs last year. Yes, so they want to start this kid. Like so, with, with it, it's Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, Will the Thrill, Barden, MPJ, and. Uh, Jokic, and they yeah. still have, I think they still have Paul Millsap. They put, yeah, they still have Paul Millsap. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you're like a, a if I would, he has to take a, to take a step from doing a championship, though. He has to become like a top, like a Jason Tatum. If he became, if my boy didn't turn, turn into a Jason Tatum type player, they would, I would probably pick them. And because they're just that deep of a team, yes, they're very deep and well coached by Mike Malone. Um, Jokic, he, I must say, Nikola Jokic, he proved, he proved me wrong because I were, I, I sometimes questioned. How invest like how committed was he? Because he's out of shape. He was out of shape, and through you know, if you're going through the playoffs and you're making these long playoff runs, you gotta be in shape. You have to be in shape, and he was in shape in the bubble. Um, and and that's probably what they're banking on. <laughs> and yes, that was amazing. Yes, he basically got here out of town. Like, that was the reason why he's not there anymore. Yeah. Jokic, he beat him that bad. Yes. To the ground. He's like, ah, we can't use you. Bro. <laughs> like, literally. He's, he's like, it's like Boston. Man beat him so far to the ground. Like, okay, Justin Thompson, we gotta get somebody. This is, we can't let this happen again. Right. So, literally, he played well. His, he's probably, he's most, I've been alive since 99. He's the most elite playmaking big I've ever seen. Yes. So, like, yes. they run their offense through this guy. Yeah. Like, like he's a point guard. He's like a shooting guard. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah. Like he, so he even once well, so he, he might bring the ball up the court. Yes, which is insane. It's it's crazy. So, I, but it's I love the system. They just don't have that elite guy to score sometimes. And you know what? That's probably what the Nuggets are banking on. That's probably what the Nuggets are thinking. They're thinking, hey, we got Michael Porter Jr., we got Bobo, and if one of these guys take over or like just burst onto the to the scene that's where we become really dangerous and i think it's 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 really it's really interesting that you say that about mpj um because he has like sometimes he had his moments in the playoffs where he would play really well he would play you know a little shaky um, he is kind of a defensive liability, even though he has the length to be a, a really good, a solid defender. Oh, so, I mean, it's, I think Michael Porter, you, you said it best. I think if he's able to turn into like a guy like a Jason Tatum type guy mixed with Jamal Murray and Jokic, that, that, that's, that's a handful that, that Denver has. <clears throat> that's a handful. Denver has a lot of playmakers. A lot of a lot of guys that can get guys open. Jamal Murray's a hell of a he might be the passer playmaker, but as a creator of offense, he's an amazing player. Will Barton what used to like was like a point four. That's kinda like his his thing. Yeah. So he can pass good. Gary Harris is like their sharpshooter guy. So they have a this is how team is supposed to be built. It's they're just young. Yes. But every, the way you build a team is 
A plus. Yes. Like they put A plus. And like you said, Mike Malone's a hell of a coach. Hell of a coach. So those so we kind of think like Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Mavericks, those are gonna probably be the top teams. Huh? State. I know people probably Golden State ever like well, Golden State. Like, so and, and tell you this, I'm gonna tell you this. Before Clay got hurt, I thought Golden State was gonna be the biggest threat to the Lakers. I thought I thought I thought Golden State was gonna be the biggest threat to the Lakers. I, I, I told everybody last year, do not sleep on Golden State. Uh I, I, I think they have a smart front office. Um they still have they still have their pieces like that. Like people forget they didn't go 73 and 9 with Kevin Durant. They did that before Kevin Durant. So, like, and I know those guys were younger and Steph was younger and Draymond was younger, but they did that. Like, that was the core they got it done with. Um, so they still have Steph, obviously, Draymond, and they got they got some new pieces. I mean, let's be honest, they got some new role pieces. Um, you're talking about Looney, you're talking about Andrew Wiggins, you're talking about Kelly Oubre. Um, James Wiseman, I thought that was going to be the biggest threat to the Lakers before the Klay Thompson injury. Now the Klay Thompson injury, which is sad, um, and I, you know, he's he's one of my favorite players, and he just plays the game the right way. But I think they're going to be a playoff team. They're going to be a playoff team. But um, as far as going deep in the playoffs, as like as deep as I had them, or as I as, as deep as I thought they would. Um, I just don't see it. I don't see it. Okay. I, I think Curry has something to prove this year. I, Me too. I, I think he'll be a top four MVP candidate. I think he's going to have that. Yeah. Of a season. Yeah. Like every fantasy league I have, I'm trying to get him. Because I know he's trying to eat this year. Him and yes. Curry Young, I think I'm trying to eat this year. <laughs> I'm trying to prove a point. Like small guards, we can we can win. At, as you know, it's a 6'3 guy. I'm not that strong, but I can shoot. And my playmaking is elite. Yes. So I guess we'll see that. Um and, and like I said, I like the, the the four teams we already mentioned previous at or prior, I think those are gonna be the teams that like th- that's gonna be that's gonna round off like my top four, top five in the West. Um yeah. then you got like you got your teams like Phoenix and um Golden State and Utah and, and P- Portland. People like Portland for some reason. I like Portland, I like Dane, but I I just I I've seen some like rankings and people have Portland as a top four team in the West. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, okay. I, I don't see it. But let's shift gears to the East. Um, so, obviously, Durant and the Nets and Kyrie, they're back. I do see some red flags. I talked about those red flags last week, and it was mainly about Kyrie. Um, yeah, it was mainly about Kyrie and, and you know, I, his media distaste. But as far as basketball, the Nets are the they they are my favorites to get out the Eastern Conference. <clears throat> yeah, again, offensively they are amazing, and their bench is deep as crap. Dimwitty is a, is probably a starter one. What do you say? Half the teams in the NBA. Half of the teams in the NBA. He's a starter. He's a starter. Hey, he's he's a lead shooter. He's a playmaker. He's just he just wants to be like a Lou Williams because I mean Kyrie and him in the full court he was going to court. Let's start. Yeah, in the full they're going to find a way to get him on the court. He's yeah, not small guard. He's put on. Muscle, if you have ever seen him on Instagram, literally, is a great trainer. Then you still, I mean, they have Torian Prince. They stole this guy. Mm-hmm. They have they stole like Chamet from uh, the like they from the Clippers, yeah. Jared Allen, I mean, that's nine. They're not nine to ten D team where people are looking good. 
So I, I agree. And that's people already sleep on that. Like where Durant's hurt. I'm like, bro, like this isn't 2010 where Achilles, I mean, Achilles is bad, but Durant, I think Durant will be fine. First, this is good in preseason. They ain't really doing that much. Yeah. So I say, okay, I think Durant, he'll be fine. Yeah, he looked good. Durant, Durant looked good. Um, his, and, and plus, like, first, the Achilles injury, I did have my questions because, like, it's an Achilles injury. But I saw him in the preseason. He he was moving really well. Um, and we got to remember, Durant's game isn't really predicated off of athleticism and beating somebody off the quick step or the quick first step. He's a guy that's going to rise above you, shoot it. Um, he's able to create separation and shoot it. He's a skilled scorer. I think if you ask me, if I was to put my money on somebody, I think he's the best scorer of our generation, um, probably of all time, like the most unique scorer of all time. So I think Durant, like Durant he's going to be fine. Obviously, we know how great Kyrie is or how great he can be. He does. So, yeah, I'm high on the Nets. I'm pretty high. I'm high. I'm in the East. The Nets in the Buck, I think a lot. I think, I, I think you, did you pick Boston? You picked Boston to go to the Eastern Conference Finals? I did pick Boston to go to Eastern Conference Finals. I don't know why I'm on this Boston train. I think because like, I'm a big Jason Tatum guy. But I don't know why I keep giving Boston the benefit of the doubt. I mean, they they added Tristan Thompson, but that, you know what kills me? And I told a couple Celtics fans this because I know a couple Celtics fans. And I'm like, Danny Ainge, he has all of these assets but never moves them. And I'm like, okay, okay, you drafted Jalen Brown. You drafted Jason Tatum. You have Marcus Smart. You have some nice players. But you have all these assets at your at your disposal. You didn't go out and get Kawhi. You didn't go out and get Jimmy Butler. You didn't go out and get Anthony Davis. You didn't go out and get nobody. So what? I mean, I don't know why I keep falling for this Celtics hype train. I think Danes, I'm not gonna lie, is probably him. Reckon might be the most overrated people at their positions. I think they're very good, but they are the most overrated people at their positions mm. because they're so good. And Danes, you say it's been great with assets. But bro, it's time. To, we're this is win now. Mo. Yes. Lake is like after assets. We're trying to get Anthony Davis. Yes. Like, like, assets, as you know, as we would say, Carl would say, and and the asset like it's 50-50, really less than 50-50. Right. He's really a place. Like you know, we those don't hit this and this. We just saw the NBA draft right now. We have no idea what the other rookie year is. Yeah. This is a very prospect heavy draft. And these players only probably become stars for three to four years. So you need to teach him as young. Get him help now. You yes. Get him help now. Jalen Brown, get him help now. I mean, Kemba wasn't the biggest fan. I, I, I did like Kemba, but I just, that, I don't know if that's even the type of point guard they even need to play with, for one. I, I, but, I, I, I would think about moving him. Oh, no, no, no. If they, if they could, they would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, I don't know what type. They, they're kind of in a. They remind me of the Clippers. They're the Clippers of the East because they have like the same problems. Like, yeah. Remember the problem? Boy, they go with the problem. Right. Two great wings. And Marcus Smart looked looked in the playoffs. He was shooting the ball. Like he was uh, sharp. I was extremely surprised. So this man, you should be able to be very good. Yes. We offered from Marcus from 2014. He was not. Shooting he was not a great shooter at all. He's got that. So you have defense. Well, you have perimeter defense. I'm sorry, Boston's a very good defensive team on the perimeter. Perimeter. Depending on how a cap is, they go. Oh, we we get blocks. 
It's like a Hassan Whiteside effect. Like, oh, we get blocked. Is he a good defender? Like, right. Does he, is he committed to stopping? They don't have that interior presence. And Tatum's really a three playing the four, which, I mean, everybody does that. But that's not helping your case in the paint. Right. They're so very small. Very, very small. Very small. Tice. Daniel Tice. Yeah. Well, I like. I like him. As a backup guy. <laughs> yeah. I would love to have him by saying, I just want him start. That's how I feel about a lot of Wizards players as well. We can get back to that later. But, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Ice is really good. I just don't want him to be my starting center. Like, imagine if he was on Philly. Like, you back him and be, oh, bet. That'd be, you know, a great little fit. Yes. The Warriors, you know what I'm saying? That'd be, like, he's like a loony type of guy. Oh, loony's really great. I don't really want to be my starting center in the playoff. But, I mean, that's a great guy. He play 25 minutes. I just think Boston didn't address those issues. Boston. Are bad? If if they don't make the Bucks, they maybe can sneak out of there. If they meet the Bucks, I don't think they beat the Bucks. Well, okay, and, and I'm and I'm 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 almost you know thinking about Boston, and you brought it back up. I mean, he said, "Hey, you picked them to get out the East. You picked them to get to the Eastern Conference Finals." I did, um, but I'm not so sure about that. I mean, the Celtics. I, I just I just don't know why. Danny and you said it best. Danny Ainge, he's a he's. I'm not saying this is no like shit on Danny Ainge, but he's a good GM. But um, I don't think he maximizes the team's ability. I don't think he maximizes it. I don't. I don't. I just don't think he maximizes the Celtics' ability because with all of these assets and you don't go out and grab anybody, it's just it's or, or, or address the issues um that your team has. It just, it just, I just found it a little bit mind-boggling. I questioned the decision or lack thereof, but um, yeah. hey, it is what it is. I mean, I, I, I'm, a, I'm gonna see if, if, if let's see if Jason Tatum can. He's already a really good player. He's a bona fide All Star, but let's yeah. see if Jason Tatum can sneak into that top ten player because maybe that'll help. Maybe, maybe that'll help and cover up the issues. He was also out the first month. I think they said mid January. January, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we hope for mid January because I mean I hate when people are hurt. So everyone's hoping for mid January. But if he has even a little bit more time, he's Jeff T. He has to start. And it's like, <laughs> even um, like Boston has some has some stuff. Luckily, they're young and they're best players, so they'll be young players can can't keep running back. They're not gonna get tired. Or, yeah. Five o'clock, five six. So they're gonna be good in that way. I'm just scared they play a team that can really score in their paint, like like even the Heat, because Bam was killing them. And Bam yes, six nine. Overrated. Bam, Bam has been overrated because he played that good in the Boston series. Yeah, literally. So if he can do that, I can't imagine with Giannis and Brook Lopez and you know Embiid. Like, <laughs> oh, right. we, we we can. Get to this out to Philadelphia. I know people probably want to talk about that after this. Okay. So I, I'm a watch Boston. I know, like you said, I know a lot of Boston people. People, you know, I love making fun of Boston. I love trolling Boston. <laughs> you know, who doesn't like trolling Boston? But you know, so you know, we'll see. And about quick, my last thing about Danny Ainge, he's building a lot of assets. Very good. If you're the Oklahoma City Thunder, they can't get free agents. This is Boston. Yeah. We don't. What are we waiting for? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I, people want to play there. Yeah. It's not A, 
this is a historical finance. Oh, but Boston, I'll go there. I'll stay. Yeah. Kyrie wasn't, wouldn't have left, I don't think, even though he went to New York, if they would have gave all in. But they kind of, they want some weird vibes there. Dylan Brown was smoking very toxic, did people think. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway, that's my, that's my last thoughts on that. <laughs> Okay, hold up. Okay, hold up, hold up. Well, I, I, you know, I have a lot of friends that talk about this. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, you know, yes. and like you said, it, draft picks. What are you holding on to these draft picks for? Uh, these draft picks that Danny Ainge are just so like it's like it's like it's just, like it's his four one k. Like he's just trying to keep, like what are you keeping it for? Just move on, move on from it. Get some stars, add add and and, and fix those gaps in your in your in your in your offense. I mean, in your on your team. Excuse me, but um. So you said let's move on to the Bucks. Bucks, the Milwaukee Bucks. So I'm gonna tell you this. It's but matter of fact, the Bucks fans, the Bucks organization should be very happy that they were able to keep Giannis in town for six more years. Um, unless that's a player option in there, but they keep him. Now, let me tell you this about the Bucks. I thought the Bucks. At first, I you know the first major move in free agency was the attempted sign and trade to get Bogdanovich. They didn't get it. They didn't get him. Um, and they kind of they they that was a that was I don't know who messed that deal up. Um, Bogdanovich, he didn't want to sign there. I thought that was a really good pickup. And you look at their starting five or their potential starting five. You had uh, Drew Holiday, Bogdanovich, Chris Middleton, Giannis, and Brooke Lopez. Oh man, um, that is a really that's that was that that might have been the best starting five in the league. It would it would it, it, it would have had to be. And again, another lengthy team. Drew is selling yep. six five. And he's the the shortest guy on the court every time you play. Even though they do have Divincenzo, I am I do have Divincenzo. He's not Bogdanovich, but he's not a scrub. So I'm yeah. not pissed against the start because he's a good player, and I, hopefully they're hoping now they're probably betting on that he improve in the offseason. Mm-hmm. And you work on his three because he can shoot, but he's, he's he has to. He's not Bogdanovich. Like he's not an elite shooter. He has to become at least a good to great shooter. Yeah. He can they can defend now. This is this <laughs> this team is going to be amazing. Defensively, they're all defensively. Their problem is in the playoffs, can other people create their own shot? Yes. And I think it kind of starts with Giannis. Oh, yeah. It kind of it starts with Giannis. Um, I look at a guy like Giannis. Um, I, first, I don't know, I, and I'm kind of guilty of this too, but I feel like the media, they place a lot of emphasis or we place a lot of emphasis on winning. And of course, everybody wants to win. You know, you want to be an all-time great. You gotta win. You know, you got you gotta win. But I look at a guy like Giannis, and he receives a lot of flack for his lack of playoff success. But we gotta remember, he's only 25. Um, and now he's 26. But he's on but LeBron didn't win his first title until he was 27, 28. Jordan didn't win his first title until he was 27, 28. Durant didn't win his first title until he was like 28, 29. So I look at Giannis and I'm like, he's still like relatively young and the guy, like he's not even in his prime yet. So 
I think we kind of we. I'm not. I'm not saying hey, you know, Giannis, you know, just exclude him from his playoff failures. No, I'm not saying that. But we also have to add context in how we um how we judge guys in the postseason. <clears throat> yeah, Giannis is 26 years old. Like I'm like he just turned 26. Just turned 26. Let me the same birthday month, so he just turned 26. So like so he has to buy. Athletically, he'll still be well, for us. We see LeBron. We can't assume everyone can do that at thirty-five. Mm-hmm. But possible if he can just be this athletic at thirty-five. I mean, years prior, thirty is probably his like absolute peak year. Yes, of peak, four years until that. So I think Milwaukee is easy to say. You know, like like when we talk about that age, they say F assets. We're trying to win. Yes, championship. We're not trying to. Oh, let's wait. Let's get a rookie. No, no, no. We want people that can play now, not tomorrow, not three years from now. That can play now. Yep. Also, it's going to be 30, 25. You know what I'm saying? Those aren't going to be the best players anyway. Um, I think I, I, like, I like what the Bucks are doing. I, I understand why you're on the stage too, because unlike LeBron or Durant, he was one of the factors in them losing. Yeah. Like LeBron was averaging like a 30 point triple double and they were losing. <laughs> right. He just didn't have enough around him. He didn't have enough around him. Giannis, I wouldn't say has enough, but at least for the East, he, for the East, he's, he's, he's be able to get out of the East. Come on, he yeah. We haven't even lose the finals. He hasn't been to the finals. Like he hasn't even got there yet. So he should at least even because we also Kawhi, they shouldn't have lost that. Yeah, he should be the bomb team. And he had a ring, which is the saddest thing ever. But because there's no way he loses that, <laughs> be the Warriors team. Yeah. So we just whole conversation would be completely different. Yes. Series. So it's just they should they have to get out the East first, and then we talk about can they beat the Lakers or the Clippers or whoever else makes it out the West. Right. I think they can do it. They have to beat the Nets and probably a Boston S team or Philly. Mm-hmm. Philly. So yeah. you know we can see if they can do that. Shaq create just people have to step up in the playoffs now. Yeah. Um. And also, like I, we talked about Giannis and his shortcomings and how he can get better. Like as far as like having a a a, a reliable jump shot. Um, a go-to move that's you know reliable and dependable in the playoffs. I talked about all that um, a couple a couple days a couple episodes ago with Giannis, but yeah. I look at a guy like Chris Middleton, and I'm not so sold. I, I'm, I'm just not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hate to be a bear of bad news. I hate to be that old guy that says get off my lawn. But I mean, I just I, I I'm just not sold on Chris Middleton, and I look at a guy like Giannis. Giannis, like, like, let's not get a mistake. Giannis is a big. He is don't. I mean, he, he can. Yes, he can handle the ball. Yes, he can do all these crazy, dynamic stuff with the ball out on the perimeter. But he is a big. And I know most of the great big men that have won championships in the NBA, they have had backcourt players as yeah. good as them. And right now, Chris Middleton. Let's be honest. Is Chris like Chris Middleton? He made he made a couple All Star teams last few years, but is he a perennial All Star? Yeah, no, no, no. That I think him plus Drew Holiday can equal like a, a that type of if they both play good. Okay, one of them can't. Well, this also gives insurance though. If one of them plays bad, they'll have the other one. Even says it also gives me like I'm not scared of the moment guy. Even in college, he was you know a hard nosed guy. Yeah, Evan so, Love. Yeah. And Brook Lopez is just uh, just get that out the way. We just said just get out the way. <laughs> he should do one on the wing. Yes, he can. So 
they they, they did the same. Everyone can shoot on the same buddy. Well, y'all, I'm not gonna say he can't shoot, but he can't shoot off the dribble. He's a catch and shoot. He's a catch and shoot guy. Yeah, if he that, but you're right. They, usually, like Shaq had Kobe. You know, Hakeem. Now that's one of the only guys that be that's that's an exception. But Hakeem can shoot the mid range. Yeah. He can get his own shot. Right. Giannis can't really get his own shot. So we'll see. I know Giannis is a hard worker, so he probably can off season. He gets a little better, a little bit better each season. It's just the three point shot is not his hardest thing. Hopefully he's worked on that. Yeah. Um and and last thing about Milwaukee, Mike Budenhoser in his system. Now, I you know, I tell people this all the time about Mike D'Antoni. You can say what you want about Mike D'Antoni. Oh, he don't win in the playoffs. I'm like, okay, well, who are we measuring him up against? Because if you're measuring him up against, like, Phil Jackson and Pat Riley, okay, sure, he doesn't win in the playoffs. But yeah. Mike D'Antoni, I mean, Mike D'Antoni is a Hall of Fame coach. I mean, if you look at the evolution of basketball and what he's done offensively, he's a Hall of Fame coach, and he, won, he, and he wins you – uh, he gets you to the playoffs, you know, he gets you to the second round, maybe conference finals, but not no further than that. Mike Budenhoser, he had a 61 Atlanta Hawks team, and he's been with the Bucks for several years now. Is his system the, like, right system to win a championship or go far in the playoffs? I think the problem with him is that he's too stuck on that system. Mm. Like, Ogle was like, okay, I like this lineup with JaVale, AD. Okay, but we'll find the Rockets. You know what? I see Mark, Mark, Mark Keith Morris. You start now. Don't be stuck on doing something. You have to win. Your system is not – you're not God. Everything isn't going to work 100% when you do it. You have to be able to adjust. And his adjustments have been F. Nick Nurse is also going. Amazing adjuster. We're yes. Amazing. Like, yes. they don't care what they showed you. Okay, adjust. You know they're going to find a way to win. They're not going to be like, oh no, okay, I'm start. I'm out. You know, Budenholzer was playing eleven people, bro. Giannis, Giannis, Giannis needs to play thirty minutes. He's twenty five years old. Last right. year, you play, he was twenty four. You give him thirty two minutes, bro. His knees are going to be fine. Right. Like, don't wear rose him. He's playing, you know, every game, all game. <laughs> He's been playing minimum in the playoffs, thirty eight minutes. Yes, minimum. Young star. Yeah, I can see that maybe he's a little older, like a, a Bron Kawhi, a little mileage. He has no mileage. He's a venue. <laughs> he has no long seasons. He hasn't he hasn't, he hasn't had that much mileage. He's fine. Right. He didn't play him more. Also, Chris Milton, he hasn't played that much really. I mean, they even gave him crazy minutes. I think Drew Hall is gonna be a, a leader on this team though. Mm-hmm. Well, a leader on a push, like look, you know, Mike, we need to do this, this, and this. I think Chris Paul would be the absolute best, a little older, so it wouldn't work long term, but that's what they needed, that voice to voice okay, this is not going right. I need to voice my opinion out and, you know, get the coach to agree with me. Chris Paul has been a great one, but Drew Holiday is also a great leader. Another borderline all-star talent, but defensively. Elite. Elite. Yes. Marcus Smart elite. Yes. At our position, you know. So they're going to be able to defend. Yes. Drew Holiday can shoot. Dante, Chris, literally everyone can shoot. So really, it's like you said, it's just shot creating, and Will Bootenhoser be able to adjust the playoffs. Eight, eight, eight man rotation, not eleven guys, eight, seven, <laughs> really, possibly. Maybe two guys on the bench, a big and a guard slash wing. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, so you wanted to shift to Philadelphia, uh, <laughs> Philadelphia. So Daryl Morey, Philly got some upgrades. Philly got some upgrades. They added Daryl Morey to their front office. 
Uh, they got Doc Rivers as a coach now. And it seems like they want to give this Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid another shot. Um, I don't know how to feel about that. But the one problem that they did have last year was shooting. And the moment Daryl Morey got to Philadelphia, he added shooting. So Daryl Morey, um, he's a he's a, he's he's good at his job. That's another one. People don't think he's a good people think he's an overrated GM. Daryl Morey is a really good GM. Um, I think he, you know, he added, like you said, Seth Curry, added Danny Green, added Dwight Howard. He guys, he, he added some nice pieces and he added to their he, where we fixed their weakness, which was shooting. Philadelphia, uh, how do you feel about them? I think they're literally the biggest X Factor slash like dark horse. You know, people use the term dark horse candidate. Mm-hmm. I think they're the biggest dark horse in the NBA mm. because, like we were talking about the other teams, they fixed their weakness. That weakness is chemistry. So we'll see. You know what that does. I think Doc Rivers was a. I'm not the biggest Doc Rivers guy. But for this team, it wouldn't have got better. I don't think. Yeah. Like, it's the best option. Dan Tony would have been, which which was a second choice, would have been oh, would have been good too. I think Doc was a better fit for this team. Yeah. For this team, and let's not forget this Tobias Harris. Literally, his best season ever was with Doc Rivers. Yes. So he will be better here. And I think this team, people really sleeping on this team's dynamic to his 2008 Boston Celtics team. You got Rondo is Ben Simmons. You know, you got your Ray Allen and with Seth Curry and Danny Green's kind of like the just another shoe you add. You got the Joel and Beats, your Garnett. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Bias is literally Paul Pierce. Like, they literally like the same player. better. <laughs> that is the they're they they have identical games. Right. So like this is literally his 2008 balls. The only thing that's different of course, older era, so you have Kendrick Perkins. This era you added Danny Green. So you just added one more shooter instead of another big. That's the only thing that changes with the lineup. So I I think they fixed a lot of the issues. My only thing though is still this business Joel B work. I can't vouch for them yet. Because I don't know. I do they want to play together. Is it gonna work? Also I heard they're in trade talks. Yep. James Harden. Yep. If they get James Harden, though, I really will change my pick. Though. I really will even give him even more of a boost. Yes. But also, Tyrese Maxey, the rookie they got. He's nice. Really and, you know, I thought he was – so, you know, we'll see that as well. I think that's also pretty good. They also have a decent bench. Yeah. Which was kind of a problem. They, you know, they shake Milton. You know, we saw his 6'6 guard at the shoot. Mm-hmm. Like Scott, uh, Corkmaz, mm-hmm. Tyrese Maxey, right. Dwight. Dwight, yep. they, they got a, a little bench, too. Mm-hmm. So, you know. But you know, again, chemistry, shooting, well it it comes down to that for them. Those are their two weaknesses. Chemistry and health. <laughs> oh yeah, and health. Oh, yeah. That's actually probably the biggest one. Like, <laughs> play in January. Yeah. Not January. But you know, well actually, yeah, will he play in January? <laughs> like, hey. Could he make it that far? I mean, yeah. and like with Philadelphia, I, I think um <laughs> this 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 whole Ben Simmons and the shooting it's strange because Ben Ben I like Ben Simmons. I think he's a really good player. He's what he's a really good two-way player, a really good defender. Does would you make the trade with Harden for Ben Simmons? As a as a Ben Simmons fan, I actually did play for his career, I'm not gonna lie. I really do. For one, he gets a he gets a nice young coach to build with him. Mm-hmm. Two, Houston can shoot. You do have a wall, I don't understand that's gonna work out. Yeah. Size wall, they can shoot. Wood can shoot. Boogie can shoot. 
Eric Gordon is a perfect fit as to Ben Simmons. And probably, you know, Ben is, like, you know, Ben led the league last year in uh, assists to three-point to three shooters yeah. and made three. So he's going to, if he can't shoot, he's going to get the ball to people that can shoot the ball. It's kind of like his number one skill, per se. Right. So I, I think they would. It's just that how petty is, is Houston going to be? Is Daryl Morris a GM? Like, do they win a trade with a guy you just fired? Like, how petty are they going to be? I, like, are they going to try to fleece them? Well, like, who? Well, I, I was thinking about that. What? Because looking at these other deals or possible deals, who has a better field? Who has a better deal than Philadelphia? Who can offer a better deal? But I don't. Ben Simmons is the best player they're going to get. No, that is the best player going to be able to get. Ben Simmons, a top twenty player, was third defensive player of the year, elite playmaker. Well, dang near elite everything but shooting. Yeah, that's that's what's left. So you build a team like a Giannis esque team around yep. him. He'd have a similar role. He's about he's a significantly better playmaker. Yes, he's not even forward. To be honest, so you lose a little there, gain a little here, but that's the type of player he can be. So, and I think Ben is young. Ben is he twenty five? I'm not even. Ben, sure. I'm, I'm not even sure if Ben's twenty five. Ben's twenty six. He's probably twenty four, twenty five. So he's young. That's only. I think I'm trying to fix you four, five, three, four first round picks. It's like, come on, bro. Like you're trying to do a lot, but James Harden lately can score last year. Yeah. So I'm not. And he's like eight assists on a team with another guard. And even and be looking like Kobe and Shaq. Are they they're that level of caliber of players. Mm-hmm. Literally, like you Kobe as a player that's that good, that elite as position, and you have a Shaq as a player that elite as position, but Joel Embiid. So <clears throat> it's scary to think they could be the same thing. So. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to your squad. Yeah. Um, uh, the Wizards. <laughs> boy, oh boy. I, I got so many people. I I um so when the Wizards and Wall trade happened, I talked about Wall and Westbrook, of course. Westbrook as we call them. Um uh yeah, I mean, so <laughs> and by the way, I'm not the I'm typically not the guy that praises the Wizards for moves and I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. But I must say, with this Wizards team and the way how it's forming, I think this is going to be a really exciting team. They're going to get up and down. Um, They would be able to sell tickets if we could go to the games. Um, (laughs) They would. They would be able to. I mean, because Westbrook, Bradley Bill, I mean, you could be able to sell tickets. But I think this is a team – that's going to be fighting for a six, seven, eighth spot in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. This is my thing. Carson Wentz could have a triple. He could average triple double this year. This is the team for him to do that. I think this team is better than his OKC team that he won MVP on. Oh, yeah, I think they're at least shooting wise for his skill set. It ain't going to be better than this, to be honest. We're keeping because everyone can shoot in this thing. Yes, this is a. Wizards are going to be able to shoot the ball. Defense, ah, I'm not as confident. <laughs> we have no protector, and even on the perimeter, they're very below average. And if Russell is the best rebounder on the Washington Wizards, which is concerning, he's a he's your point guard. He's your best, by far your best rebounder. He's the only guy to average, I think, over nine rebounds or nine plus rebounds of the day. Jesus, five. So. Good for him, and he'll have space like Brook Lopez has, but he can't defend or rebound like Brook Lopez. So, 
it's going to be it's gonna, it's a fun team. Fun team. A fun team. Fun. Not a second round team, probably. And can you, and, and Ron, thank you. Thank you. Because I thought I was tripping. I thought I thought I was tripping. You know what, Wizards fans? You know, the, and they, they know what I'm talking about. They know who I'm talking to. Stop it. Stop it. No way, no how. You 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 guys are forgetting. I, and I like and as much as I as much as I critique Westbrook, I like Westbrook motor. I love his attitude. I love it. But he is not a winning player. He's he don't definitely the best player he could ever have played with. Like to his defense, he picked a great team to go to. I can't mad the kid. Because he knew Bradley Bill, okay, my skill set, who could who I who I fit the best with. But Bradley Bill, it, it probably him or him or Clay, maybe Zach Levine, those type of players that can shoot the ball at that elite level, and but also create for him as well. Yep. He wasn't gonna get too much better than that. Yeah. So he picked the great team and of course Bertons. Bertons is I love Bert. He's he's that's that's a stretch four. He's like a Gallinari. Yeah, he's a quintessential stretch four. From three at least. Yeah. Because he shot what forty two. Yes. From three, so that's gonna be great. For, I think. I, I think. I think Russell doesn't have is like a solid like twenty five nine nine eight nine. I mean, that's that's the type of season he's looking at. Yeah, Berton shot forty two percent. Berton's yeah. Oh, come on. Forty two percent from three. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the Wizards, so, like, like, the, the, just, just stop it, stop it, stop. Wait, I, I, you, you should, you should. Oh my God! First, thank you. Okay, because I have so many people telling me, "Oh, the Wizards are going to be a second round team. We're going to go deep in the playoffs." Okay, let's just say this. Let's just say the Wizards. They're at six. I'm gonna give y'all the benefit of the doubt. Let's say the Wizards have a, a phenomenal. Of a, 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 a good regular season, and that's six. Who's at three? Boston. Boston, sweet. It, it, th- thank you. Get out of here. Thank you for your participation. Get out of here. See you later. But um, I, I do think that I really do think the Wizards are going to um, they're going to be entertaining. They're going to be a fun style, fun brand of basketball. But as far as winning and going to the play, like. Like winning in the playoffs and advancing, please slow down, Wizards fans, and stop it. No way, no how. Yeah, don't, 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 don't be upset if we lose early because I do predict that to happen. Because the team isn't first; the team isn't that good. It's an okay, okay <laughs> roster. All star. Well, to be honest, to all NBA players. So you know, you have that. We do have that because technically, I think was the no, Bradley I think Billy missed it last year. But yeah. The worst was, was all NBA. So, <clears throat> to be honest, I think Bill should make all NBA. He should have. Come on, you have he didn't make an all star team last year. That was insane. That was stupid. Small market, though. But, so you have those level of players. And again, you have the Ruby Hawks and more, a starter level player we drafted last year. Denny looks pretty good. Good playmaker. Can look, shot looks good. Yep. Thomas Bryan can shoot. Talk about Berton. Really, the big three is Berton's, Westbrook, and Bill. That's a weak-ish big three, but that's the big three. <laughs> um. So hold on. Let me. Uh. I'm. Uh, I'm. Uh, take a quick break, real quickly. <clears throat> okay. So we're back. 
Um, the Heat. The Heat. Uh, so a lot of people think the Heat. That finals run was like fool's gold. People not sold. Um, I think. I think coach. I think coach Eric Spoelstra. I think he's one of the best in the game. Um, Miami has a great culture. We're all aware of that. Was Was that a fluke? Was that like? Was that whole playoff on a fluke? It's like I wouldn't call it a fluke because they were beating the crap out of teams. Like they really weren't losing. I don't think they didn't go to a game seven in the East. No. So, like, so you can't really call it a fluke, but it was mostly just perfect timing. Yeah. Kind of thing. Like I don't have them going back again. You know, like Smoggy James Hart. You know, again, they're rumor for every trade ever. Yes. Like you know, so we'll see. I was like, he fans probably listen like, oh man, we're gonna be James Harden, but. If they do, I'll show you my selection. But right now, the team's good. I don't think they're better than the Bucks now. I don't think they're better than Philly now. I'm not sure they're better. Well, Boston hasn't addressed the issues. They're probably still better than Boston. It's a bad matchup for Boston. But a lot of teams, the Nets, I don't got, you know, I don't think they could be, they just can't compete with the Nets right now. They don't have enough. Mm-hmm. It, you know, I mean, I I don't know. I think they're a second-round team. Definitely going to win like that second round, though. I think they're like a top bet. X team though in the East, so I think I still have faith in them. But I don't know what they're. I don't know where to place them. Like they're a hard team to place. Yeah, where they where they win or lose. Mm-hmm. Because I look at my team like Miami, they didn't have like a spectacular regular season. Like I look at a team like the Nuggets. The Nuggets they had some a really good regular season. Nuggets have been really good. Over the past couple of years in the regular season, they win 50 games. They get, you know, home court advantage and so forth. The Heat didn't have, like, a spectacular – they didn't win, like, 55 games in the in the regular season. They were a team that, you know, made the playoffs. They were a 4-5 seed. Uh, I think they were, like, a 5-4-5. I think they were, like, a 5 seed. Um, 5 seed, yeah. Yeah, and some, something like that. And they made the they made the finals run. They had a hell of a run. And like you said, they weren't you weren't necessarily call it a fluke, but it was so it was more so like perfect timing. They had young players, their young players played in the bubble. It was more like an AAU, it was more like an AAU environment. So, you know, they really, you know, Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson, they really flourished um under those lights. But um I just look at the East and believe it or not, people, East got better. The East got better. Now. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna be a dog for you. I have no idea. Like, I mean, I can assume my goals. I have. I mean, I have you know Nets, Bucks, but it ain't gonna be easy. You know, gonna be out there. It ain't gonna be no sweeps in the East. No. Even the little seven HC, like I think the Wizards were going to probably go for the team a game. Yeah. I'm also, give a team maybe a couple games. The Hawks are the upset team. They could probably upset a, a team just for all the offense, but. East is gonna be it's gonna be a dog fight this year. Why does it mean? It's gonna be this is gonna be basketball. Let's, let's just get there. Right. There's no, there ain't no weak conference this year. Right. Um. So tell me this: Would you trade Tyler? Would you put? Would you include Tyler Hero into the James Harden package? In a heartbeat, like extremely fast. I would throw him and Duncan Robinson. Mm. That's how I, I like <laughs> these guys. But what the hell are you talking about James Harden? <laughs> <laughs> Like what? Now, Ben Simmons, I was like, I mean, Ben Simmons, but like Tyler Hero, good player. Was he still in GG Reddick? Like, was he? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Duncan Robinson, he's still in probably Kyle Korver. 
Like these these are these guys' ceilings. Like they don't they they're never going to be James Harden as players. Yeah. Like, people you know forget. People forget James Harden is a guy who averages thirty five points every night. <laughs> he he. Uh, I'm gonna find out why you're talking, but it, it was just, he's an animal when it comes to scoring. Like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, and, and he can score, but he also he's also a really good facilitator. I mean, you look at a guy like Harden. You're yeah. talking about some people have called him the greatest offensive player ever. The greatest offensive player ever. That's what people call him. That's what some people call him. And he's a he's a, he's he's a what he's like a top what fifty? I mean he's a he's at least a top fifty player of all time. So like yeah, he has to be just the scoring. I mean yeah, <laughs> I mean just of the volume of his scoring, top fifty at least. Um, yeah. is Tyler Hero ever gonna reach that? Like that's that's a big that's a big ask. One hundred and fifty, one hundred and fifty. <laughs> when he reached that, my eye straightened up. <laughs> I mean, okay, this is this is this is that So most forty point games in the last five years. You have number one, James Harden has spent eighty three forty point games in the last five years. The second and third player combined for sixty six. Wow, it's eighty three just him. The second and third player, which are Russell Westbrook, surprisingly, Anthony Davis. They have 35 for Russell Westbrook and 31 for Anthony Davis. Combined, wow. that's 66. Wow, that's still a gap. That's still like a huge a margin. 20-point gap. So that just shows you the player is. Will Tiger even ever have a 40-point game, 50-point game? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. I don't think he has that right now. We'll see. I would. I saw something like that. Yeah, I said, yeah, we're not throwing Tiger in the package. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't know who they think this guy is. This ain't Zion. Even Zion, you would okay. Let me think about it. Okay, community championship fest. I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't trade Zion, but that even Zion, you're like, uh, maybe James Harden. Like this isn't. You know, what I'm saying, don't be Boston with Anthony Davis. Like, oh, I mean, Anthony Davis. He's good. But like, you know, he's, he's top five. Now look at Anthony Davis, champion. Top people in the league. I don't know what it is about teams and them trying to withhold assets. It doesn't I don't, I don't want to say it doesn't work, but if you're like you're trying to win a championship, I want the known commodity. I want the known commodity. I'm sorry. I mean I, like like I look at the Pelicans. Yes, the Pelicans, they're they're a good team. I mean, they got they have a nice young core. But I look at the Lakers. I'm like, yeah, that they didn't give up too much. They won. <laughs> they won the whole thing. They they about to win two championships in a row. I mean, no, they didn't give up too much. They it's Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is arguably the most talented power forward all time. Like, you can't <laughs> you can't put a price on that. And Harden is the same. He's like the same guy. Harden is one of the greatest. <laughs> He's had an 11 assist season in his career, besides the 40-point game. Yeah. So, and I'm not even a big Harden fan. I'm not even a fan of this guy. I just respect them. Yeah. I'm, I'm really not a James Harden fan. I, I'm like, critical of Harden. I'm critical of Harden. But come on, like... I mean, if you guys are with us, like, come on, I would never be sad or we have hard. No, I'd be happy as crap. Like, come on, he's the best player I've ever seen in my life on the Wizards. <laughs> like, 
one, he's probably the best player of, like 15 franchises in the NBA have probably seen in the last 20 years. Yes. That tells me what player he is. Yes. Like, uh, he goes to the Magic. Dwight was very good. Dwight was not this good. Yes. <laughs> At least offensively. Like, so it just, you know, that's just a level. I just think they're overrating the Tyler Hero Necro Robinson. Good players. Are they even all stars? Is there still an all star? I'm not even sure that there's an all star level player. Which says a lot. Right. <laughs> this is the MVP. Oh, first of all, NBA. I'm not convinced Duncan Robinson and Don Hero are all star players. I'm not. You can't even. On NBA, I'm going to say have them. All star. I'm shaking on that. Not going to lie. Very shaking on that. Okay. So, yeah. I, that's what I mean. I, I feel you. I, I feel you. Um. So. Let's move on uh, to the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns, they uh they had a really interesting bubble, and I don't know what the, I, I know what to make of it, but I know a lot of people are kind of overreacting to that NBA to that bubble that they had. Like they played tremendous, they played some good basketball yeah, in the bubble. But I like Monty Williams. I do, and James Jones in the front office. So like, I forgot. Yes, yes, you're right. So yeah. that, they're building. The building, they, and it, and there is progression, but are people going like are, are are we buying in too much um into the Suns? And I love Devin Booker and I love DeAndre, Aiden. but are we buying in too much? I think it's a really really good roster. I don't know how good I have to wait. I have, this is a wait and see team, but this is a really really good roster. Like again, people forget about Aiden. How good he actually is. Look, I mean, you know, they should have Luca. Facts, they should have. But he's not a bad pick. He's a twenty ten guy. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Like easily twenty ten guy, and his jump shot is a perfect shooter. Mid range already. But the three, he's going. He's starting to get to that corner a little bit. That's the floor. He's getting there. He's getting there. Every year he's getting a little better. I, Chris Paul. We, nothing needs to be said about this guy. This is yes. NBA caliber player. Devin Booker in the bubble was it. MVP caliber player. Yes. <laughs> Which I'm very high up, but I think he's really, really good. He can score literally anywhere on the court. Like, Bridges, 3 Mm-hmm. He's, he's like a Rocco type, that that type of guy, Robert Covington. Uh-huh, yeah. You know, who, you know Rocco is. But Bridges is really good. Um, Cameron Johnson is this. Everything needs that one sharpshooter guy, and he's that guy for that team. Yep. So, I, I it's a really good roster. Now, the West is pretty good as well. Yeah. <laughs> can they be like, like a Jazz? I think so. It'd be a good matchup. But can they beat the type of team? I think they can they, they go Jazz. A Nuggets. They, that'd be a, oh, that'd be such a great series. Yes. Nuggets, Phoenix. That sounds like a first-round series to me. Can they up to the Nuggets? They could, but I pick them. Wait and see. Yeah. But that that's the type of team they'll play in the first round. And can they beat them? They could. It goes seven, six, six, seven games, and we'll see what happens. Chris Paul, you know, is going to play good in the playoffs. Well, he gets hurt. He is old. Yep. See, that's last. So I'm, I'm a wait and see on the signs. But that's I me. Mean, I think that's a good little roster. Yeah. Hey, you talked about how good Devin Booker is. He's phenomenal, and it, it, it's just, it's just amazing to see his progress. Like coming in, cause like coming into the draft. He was seen as like a Clay Thompson type of guy where in Kentucky, he was just a spot-up shooter who came off the bench, a six-man guy. But then in Phoenix, he turned into a bona fide all-star. So we all know how good Devin Booker is. But I'm going to say this about DeAndre Aiden. 
this might be Chris Paul's best. This might be the best big man that Chris Paul has played with. As far as skill. He's the best elevator big man in playing that. He's like magic when it comes to elevating big men. Yes. They become better. Yes. Even Kareem, like, 40, was still good with magic. Yes. He made DeAndre Jordan a max player. He was never a max guy, that's what I say. But he got him max, <laughs> like, literally. Right. So, like, that's just, well, so this is going to be his best as you right. He's on every fan team. I've tried to get this guy. I know he's coming this year. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a stepper. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Aiden, he's already a 20 and 10 guy. Yeah. I mean, just imagine him with Chris Paul. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's that, that, like, come on. Uh, I, I know it's not a, you know, it's only one ball, but I mean, just, just think about how much better, how much more, like, how much easier the shots are going to be because Chris Paul and his intelligent playmaking, it's going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. Gonna be crazy. Chris Paul doesn't care about scoring. Yeah, Chris Paul's trying to win. So you know, like he's like, you know, if, if Chris Paul knows. Okay, he's a young guy. See what they want to eat. I've already ate. Right. I'm 34. I'm not trying. I'm gonna score when I when when they need me. But I'm not trying to go out there and shoot 20 times a game. I'm trying to shoot my little eight to 12 shots a game. Right. And get nine nine assists a game. Right. That's he's content with that. He's content. He's content with like a a, a 19 four and eight roll. Yeah. But at an elite level, with the team offense is running from you. You and Devin Booker. Devin Booker is also great. I, I, I like Gang Craig for all this as well. <laughs> so this is going to be, you know, we, we saw what Chris Paul did for SGA as well last year. Yeah. SGA is now, like, people are like, oh, SGA. Like, this is this is, this is, this is a guy. They're, oh, he's building around this guy now. Yeah. You're building around this guy. So I just, I'm excited to see what Chris Paul can do with this thing. Yep. Um, and, and, like, and it, it could we just run down like the conferences like one through eight oh well one through eight maybe because I know they have like the play in tournament so yeah. that that includes teams like nine ten nine and ten so if you don't hear oh, your I team yeah so but I'm not gonna do ten I mean we just do one eight yeah. one through eight <laughs> um so let's start in the West I think we I think we both agree that Lakers at one. Yeah. Or they're gonna be tired, so it's hard to predict stuff like that because like they're gonna okay. be like, do they care about being the one seed? Like what is it one really does nothing for you. Like it doesn't like <clears throat> it doesn't do anything. Like so it's they were the one seed last year because they were just that much better than everybody else. This year will they be a little fatigued? Maybe. Maybe. But are they gonna be just that much better than everybody else regardless? Because they still have Montrez. Yes. Wesley Matthews are fresh legs. They weren't team last year. Crusoe, Torin Tucker, who looks like a you see somebody's gonna get taken. He's looking that good, Chris. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, I hate this guy right now. He's looking that good. <laughs> like he's looking great. He's having a 23 on 55 percent in the preseason. It's a preseason, but he's he was talking about Kawhi Leonard. So like, come on. Yeah. This guy looks good. He's put the Lakers 11th guy. Off the bench. They're deep. He, he's probably, probably move up. He'll probably move up when he's looking that good. But Kuzma's starting right now, which is just, I don't know if that's their regular season lineup, but he looks pretty good as well. We'll see how long that lasts. Lakers, Lakers at one. <laughs> yeah. He'll probably tell me. I'm just on high on Kuz, and then, you know, he wants to have, you know, he put his girlfriend out. He's not focused, but, you know, that's what I was saying. And then, you know. <laughs> Who's your okay? The two, the two. The two. Um, I'm gonna say Nuggets, 
I, I did say the Clippers are the biggest threat to the to the Lakers, but I yeah. think the Nuggets will be too because they're young. Um, they they have a home court advantage with that altitude, so they like to get up and down and run. Um, so I'm gonna have the Nuggets at two. They're they're like I said for over the last couple years, they've been a really a really dominant regular season team as far as winning winning regular season games. So I'm gonna have the Nuggets at two. Yeah, uh, yeah, because they're 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 regular season team. I'm gonna have they're another regular season team. Yeah, that's gonna win a lot. That's gonna win a lot of games regular season. Yeah. Um, the Clippers, we all know Paul. I mean, Paul George is is pretty good regular season, but Kawhi is gonna hit a couple games off. They're an older team. Yep. Ibaka's not young. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm they they don't really have any young talent. No, really at all. <laughs> And I can't build like a, like a they don't, and then they don't have a big leader like a LeBron. I'm like, okay, I make the guys play hard. They also don't have that guy. This, they're in a weird place where they're kind of like older, but they don't have a leader. It's like a how hard are they going to play? Mm-hmm. So you know we, that's a you know I I I think the Clippers are going to be like a three four seed in that range. Okay, we think the Mavs plays. See, this is my thing. This is the conflict for me because I have Luca at as my MVP. And he's going to put up good numbers, no question about that. But in order to win MVP, you got to have a really good regular season record and your team got to be near the top of the conference. So I'm I'm thinking about 3 and 4. I got the Mavericks at 4 and I'm had the Clippers at 3. Yeah, perfect. If they get smart guys in the top three, I'd be like, Luca is the automatic MVP. Yes. Because for one, this roster, if we're being honest, it's not that good. He makes them look better than they are. <laughs> why are we doing it? Salary dump. Let's be real. That's what he was. Yeah. He was a salary dump with the Poison industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to cut him salary. Except, let's throw tomorrow in there. <laughs> it's amazing now. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, Tim Hardaway, bro. I mean, Luca and Tim Hardaway. Like, bro, this guy was a salary dump. <laughs> like, he's, I mean, he's athletic. He can shoot the three. Brunson's back. That's very sneaky. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a great backup point guard for Luca. The White Pal. But this team isn't that good. The White Pal's back. That's the rim protector they need. He's athletic. He's a lob threat. Yep. For Luca. So you know, um, who else in the West? We think the Rockets. The Rockets. I mean, uh, this I mean, that they're tricky because one about the Harden thing. Yeah. So like this, they're they're tricky. If they have, now let me. I'm gonna put it like this. If they have Harden. They'd be a playoff team, but they'd be fighting for like seven, eight. They'd be a seven, eight seed if they have Harden. Now, if some way, it, it, oh, well, John Wall, I mean, well, well, let's let's now let's talk about that. If if, <laughs> if 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 James Harden is traded away, and John Wall is like their best player, quote unquote, um, yeah, I just don't, I, I don't know, I, I don't think they make the playoffs. If they like, it all depends when they trade Harden. Like, if they trade him like in January, I don't think I don't know if the Rockets make the playoffs. Uh, like it just yeah. it just all depends. Yeah, I only think about the West. I'm looking at it now. I'm the eight teams that made it. The only team I think cannot make it is Oklahoma. Oh, I'm sure they're going to make the Oklahoma City. They won't yes. make it. The they won't make it. So, but Phoenix was not in the playoffs. I think Phoenix is just bad in the playoffs. Yep. And Utah, I think they make the playoffs. But if they don't, I mean, maybe people are high on New Orleans or Memphis. I don't think they'll make the playoffs over a, a jazz team that has Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. 
and they're getting the other Bogdanovich back. Yep. So the West is kind of like everyone kind of knows who's going to make it. East a little more tricky. West like I kind of like I know my eight teams. Oh, even about Portland though. Portland's people are probably waiting to hear. We, we which range is Portland? Portland once again. Portland. Is a team, you know, Dame, I, I like Damian Leonard, uh, you know, CJ McCollum and those guys. They added Robin Covington. It, it, you know, when healthy, they are a team that could finish top five, but I'm going to have them around that sixth and seventh, eighth spot. I think they're going to be similar yeah. similar to what they were last year. Um, six, seven, eight range. I know they, they brought back Carmelo, but uh, yeah, the. I think def- and he helps defensively cuz I was going just I was just going to talk about that. He helps defensively but are they still like can they guard a soul? They can't guard a soul. Ronnie Hood is bringing him back come off the Achilles tear very nervous because he's not even, he was an okay player. Those players I'm scared about off injuries because you weren't that good to start with. So you at, at 8% is are you even playable at this point? Yeah. Hopefully he'll be playable. Kamala looks pretty good. Gang on so. They Nurk oh Nurkic though is back. Nurkic is pretty good. Last year, Nurkic is is, is great, which is funny because him and Yogi were the same thing at one point. How scary that was at one point. Yeah, but you know they have Nurk. That's Dame's guy because they just <laughs> their chemistry is like mad. Their chemistry is really good. Yeah, so Zach Collins. Oh, yeah, Zach Collins. He's bad. This floor is eight. They're going to make the playoffs. Hundred percent making the playoffs. Floor is eight. This thing is like, like you said, five. Five, so yeah. Best it can be. They get top four. I'd be very surprised. Yes. Um. I. It, it, you know, like I told you, I saw some rankings where people had Portland at four, and I, I think they're too high. And like I said, I think their ceiling is top five. Their floor obviously is eight. They make the playoffs though. They make the playoffs. Yeah, and the the last wild card in the West is the Warriors. Again, somebody has to come out. It's probably gonna be like a jazz S team. Yeah. Somebody falls. Houston, the hard, you know, the chemistry issue. And yeah. One of those teams are gonna fall on the Warriors. If the if you have the Warriors make the playoffs, I think they make the playoffs. I think Curry makes the playoffs. I don't think they gonna say if he plays. Uh huh. Then he gets the playoffs. I do think I they make know. the playoffs. I do. Uh, and it seems like I'm saying every team's gonna be between that six, seven, eight spot, but. The Warriors, the Warriors are gonna be right there. They're gonna be right there fighting for that six, that six range. Um, I think I'm, I'm, I agree with you. I think Steph is gonna have a really MVP type season. He's gonna remind some folks I'm still the best point guard in the league. Um, I'm still very much an elite player in the league. So I, I, I am expecting some big things from Steph Curry. He looks good in the preseason as well. So I am expecting some big things from Golden State. Um, yeah. Not as big as I thought because uh, of the Clay Thompson injury, but I think they'll make the playoffs. They'll be in that six, seven, eight range. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Let's move on yeah. to the East. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I-, I look at some of these, like, I, I like Utah, um, but Rudy Gobert, he- he's now requesting the max or the super max. Excuse me. He wants the super max. Um, I-, I don't know if he gets that. I think he's a really good defender. But uh, I don't know if he's worth the max. Um, so let's move on to these. So the bucket, the Buccaneers, the Bucks, the Mark, the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, they, I think they'd be my one seed. 
even though I have Brooklyn coming out the East, I think the Bucks will be my one seed. Uh, okay, I'll take that. You know, it's similar to Portland, I mean, similar to Denver, a really good regular season team, young, um, you know, they're able to defend most nights. They're going to play teams that are inferior to them. So I think, you know, they have, they win like 50, 50, 50 plus games. Um, cause I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the fact that it's 72 games. Um, they win about 55 games or so yeah. around that range and they get the one seat. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking like Bucks. I'm not the two. I'm uh, think I'm gonna go Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn. I agree. Their thing is health. Are they gonna be healthy? Yeah. Are they going to be healthy? That scares me a little bit. But talent wise, it's probably the best thing in the East. Talent, just talent. So I'm gonna have to go two. Um, the three, four, five ranked East is like really tight though. Like Boston, Heat, Philly. That's a tight range. That that range, right? You you know what I mean. So and, and you, it's funny that you mention that because I think it's pretty clear. Milwaukee, Brooklyn, they're gonna be like the best two teams, I think. But that three, four, five range, six, I feel like those yeah, could, those six, yeah, the Sixers. Those can flip like any given moment. Those can flip, um, yeah, given health. Just yeah. Yeah. Um. What about the rap? What would the Raptors fit? I was thinking they're around, like they're like it's like that range to me is like Toronto, Boston, Miami, Philly. Those are like that three through like seven ish range. Like they can flow so somewhere in that range. I think <laughs> the Raptors will probably be on the lower end, six seven ish. Okay, probably they'll end up. They did lose Margasol and Ibaka. They what they were getting a little old. It was quite time. They you know they they did add um Dane, so I like great shooter from the first Okay, stretch the core a little more. They're already a great shooting thing. Yeah, you know they still have Lowry, Van Vliet, Siaka, OG Ananobi. OG, I'm a fan. Like these are good players. So they took a good team, six, seven seed around around that range. Or but only watch one of their great regular season team. I could be wrong. They could just not be that good in the playoffs with this lineup. Yep, but it could be a lot of regular season game. Yep. And so, and that's the difference. Fans? That's the difference. I think sometimes as fans we get caught, or well, some fans, not us, but some fans get caught up with like, oh, this team is a really good regular season team, so it's going to translate to the postseason, and it doesn't. Yeah. Um, so like, I think that's that's funny that you said about the Raptors because like I look at like Van Vliet, Lowry, uh, Siakam. I think this has a chance to be a, a good regular season team. They win somewhere between like 48, 50-ish games, but they're a first-round exit. Yeah. They're a first-round exit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I get it. I, yeah. I think teams that don't come back in the East are Orlando. Okay. Make the playoffs again. And possibly the Indiana Pacers. Okay. Indiana Pacers. bonus. But only uh, it's not looking too good. I'm not gonna lie. The injuries is like he's just not the same right now. Hopefully he gets back. You know, I respect him. He's a, he's a local product too, so I hope he gets back. The Indiana and Orlando. I think the teams that sneak in for those two teams are Washington and the Hawks. Okay, so and that's I'm glad you mentioned Hawks. The Hawks, they made a lot of off season upgrades. Tell me why you think the Hawks are gonna make the playoffs. I think that's mad. Trey Young. Bogdan, who we've already gave great reviews. 
Then you have uh, Cam Reddish or DeAndre Hudo. I'm high on Cam Reddish. I think he's going to be a great player in the NBA. Gallinari, uh, Capella. People forget to his name. Yes. He's very sneaky. They also uh, drafted this from USC. Oh, I'm like, why did this guy? I'm like, oh, okay. So when Capella either is hurt, which he's hurt a lot, mm-hmm. or they want to give him another extension, they can put him in there. Right. It's a good team. They can shoot. This is a great shooting team, but they added some defense. They can, you know, with Cam Reddish and DeAndre Hudo, the young guys are defenders. Capella's a great defender at the rim. So they can defend a little bit with that high-scoring, high-flying offense. I think it's going to be a good team. And Trey Young is going to have a great season. He's already a 39 guy. I don't know I get right. Right. But, like, come on. More, probably more efficient and more of a team player. Mm-hmm. Getting his teammates involved more. Yeah. Thing. Maybe dropping his points and maybe like a 27 in range. Uh, keeping the system around the same, but more quality assists. Yes. You know, not so not just garbage ball. time assists. Yeah. Garbage time assists, but quality assists. So you're creating shots for other guys. Okay, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, and even the Pacers, I think they're better than the Pacers. It's gonna be hard to convince me they do have TJ Warren and Sabonis and all the people. Brogdon, I still think the Hawks are a better roster. I do. Well, look at Sabonis, um, Sabonis is coming off an injury. Uh, Aladipo, his future, his first, his future in Indy, like the offseason rumors were crazy. I mean, uh, Miles Turner might be on the move. It wouldn't surprise me if he was to get moved. Boston. Yeah. yeah. Boston, where are you? I mean, make that call to <laughs> make that call to Larry Bird so you can get Miles Turner. Yeah. I think those are going to drop out. I think Wizards, we, we, we talk, I think we're talking about enough about the Wizards. We need to read talk about the Wizards. <laughs> but the Hawks are going to get the Wizards getting there. Those are probably, I don't know where they go. The Hawks have a Probably a low floor, you know, eight to six range. Yeah. Around the same. Eight to six. Depends on if a team gets hurt, they can sneak up. The team, you know, if not, they're a little lower on the mm-hmm. But those that's the range. Those those I think those are the teams in the East that sneak in. They're like Charlotte, I don't think they sneak in. The Pistons, no, nah. Charlotte, no. The Knicks, I should not laugh about that. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> I think that's the East. The East is, the East is okay. The East looks pretty good. Yeah. It, it, the East, it, it, I'm telling people, telling folks, the East got better. Don't sleep on the East. The East did definitely get better. Um, Charlotte, uh, they may be a little too young. Uh, I like, I mean, people, people, so many people has hit me up about LaMelo playing bad and he didn't score. And I'm like, it's one preseason game. Pretty good, though. Yes. That's not me. He's an elite playmaker. Yes. He's already an A at one skill, a playmaker. Right now, it's just can you shoot the three off the dribble? And we all have a lot of good shoot off jets. Can you create your own three, though? Yeah. That's the key. So, yeah, that is the East. Um, It looks pretty good in the East. I mean, no need to talk about Cleveland and New York. Yeah. And, uh, I mean. No, let's not laugh. Uh, <laughs> pretty good. Okay. And Patrick Williams is a good too, but young teams now. You see, Ron like this type of stuff. I, I I mean I I can he like see Ron he likes the feel good stories. I like the like this this like just give it to me, serve. We have to just talk about you. You're already good, but you know Ron wants to you know pick up the the native Cleveland people and yeah. the Knicks and the Bulls. Yeah. I mean I just they're just hot garbage. I don't I touch on them. Young man's league. <laughs> young 
Boston's very rare when they had young players that made the playoffs. Right? Yeah. <laughs> very rare. Very rare. So, he's going to have Kyrie there. So, you got an older guy. But, you know, usually this isn't a, this isn't a young man's playoff league. No. There ain't no really no young, you know, anybody give it like a young QB, like, like in my home, just taking over. There ain't no young guy. The young guy is Giannis. Like, that's the young guy. <laughs> that's your young guy. So, in the NBA, 26 is like not the youngest. People playing 18. So. Right. You know. Yeah. 18, yeah, they come in 18, 19 years old. Yeah. So, 26 is a wow, eight years. I keep <laughs> so, you know, I get it. I get it, though. I get it, man. Um, so, the East? Hey. And 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 you so can you give me your finals prediction? Early, it, it's a way too early finals prediction, but give me your finals. Right. I have Lakers next. Lakers next. I have Lakers next. Okay. Uh, I would have the same thing. I'm a um. I think the Nets get out the East. Um, Durant, he's the best player in the conference. Uh, you add that with Kyrie, the bench yeah. depth that they have. I think Steve Nash is gonna you know, work out. Kyrie too, man. I think uh, that's going to be interesting finals. Kyrie, LeBron, KD oh, man. with LeBron and AD. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> and I have the like. I would probably have the Lakers winning like six games. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be, I'm fucking into the finals. You have Durant versus LeBron. Kyrie is out there. You know, LeBron's old teammate, AD, what's he going to do? Who's he guarding? Yeah. That's a deep. We were talking about the next day. We didn't even talk about, you know, again. That's a deep, so they can they're gonna be able to, you know. That's I think gonna say healthy can play defense. I think yes. I'm gonna bet on yes. Will it surprise me if they if they don't stay healthy? No, because Levert's always hurt. Gary's always hurt. Durant just got all <laughs> yeah. That's their that's Philly. Like if Philly's healthy, okay, they can probably contend. If not, we know that they'll be first five. Like literally. So gotta keep it real with the Nets and Philly, I think, in that way. That they do have injury concerns. And lastly, this is the last thing I want to ask you. So about James Harden, um, we talked about how like great James Harden is and so forth, and why it would be a no-brainer for like teams like Miami or you know Philly to pick him up. Who do you think is the best destination for James Harden? Oof. I'm not gonna lie, it's probably Philly. There are more he's there. Not only is he there, Doc Rivers is probably gonna go from not gonna just gonna maximize his talent, not gonna let him do too much. And in B, yo, that's scary. Mm-hmm. Harden and B, mm-hmm. that's really scary. Yes, they would scare Brooklyn. That's formidable in East. They would scare Brooklyn, and they would really scare Milwaukee because Milwaukee, <laughs> you don't have that, bro. <laughs> it's just not there. Like you, you, come on, like in the playoffs, they might have the two best players in the court because Giannis might shrink. We, we, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, yeah, they can shoot. If if it beats your worst shooting the court, you're a you're a really good shooting. You're team. a good shooting team. Like you're great. Because that's what you turn into. Oh man, you turn into a great shooting team. I mean, you you have Harden. They can defend. They can defend. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyrese Maxey is you know rookie probably play good. You still have the Mike Scotts of the world. Um, you know, it's it's a good team. I think that's the best thing. They're gonna try to do a Kobe Shaq thing. We're just dead good at two business. We're gonna try to just dominate. Or like LeBron, we see LeBron. Mm-hmm. LeBron's like the guard, and he's the big. He's trying to be the guard. Joel's the big. Really, they they. There's no excuses to not win. Right. It's really no excuse to not win. You have that's the team right there. And again, Doc Rivers has something to prove. Daryl Morey has something to prove. Ellen Brand has something to prove. James Harden has something to prove. Like, this is this is a a team that, has, that would have something to prove. I think I just think that's the best destination. It's Philly. 
But okay, um, I'm gonna wrap it up here. I catch you guys later. Um, I'm out. Um, so we'll be back on Wednesday. I'm gonna. I didn't. I didn't talk no NFL today. But I'll be back on Wednesday. I give you guys my top ten teams on Wednesday. We'll talk some NFL before Christmas Day, and I catch you guys later. Always remember, two choices, one decision. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the IKP, the Isaiah Kit Podcast. I'm your humble and highly favorite host, Isaiah Kit. Um, and shout out to all the DSPs that you guys are listening from Spotify, uh, I don't know, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, whatever you guys, whatever DSP you guys continue to listen from, uh, or will you? Whatever DSP you guys listen from, continue to listen to. And I catch you guys later. I'm out. Peace.